and don't be a dick and like cough in Tupperware and mail it to someone. That won't yeah. work. <laughs> if you got an empty t- Tupperware from somebody, would you open it? No, not I don't think I would. No, there's nothing in it. What's the point? Because if it's not like someone deciding to like cough in there to give you the vid, it. What if someone just like had a heinous fart, trapped it in the Tupperware, and then tried to mail it to you? I don't know how long you those know, things carry. I'm, I'm not taking the chance. <laughs> I feel like if you if you wrapped it up like uh, if you sealed it tight enough, um, I think you could you could transport your uh, your your foul uh, emissions uh, around this um, these great United States. I mean, just picture being like working at the the package facility that's just scanning for things. They just see this empty. <laughs> Tupperware <laughs> container. Either they know what's in the container because they've they've like one of them's already kind of messed up and opened one before and just got blasted by somebody's like you know ass gas from a few days ago <laughs> and they're like oh oh man that John he's in for a fucking treat you know <laughs> oh, we got another Tupperware with a fart inside over here oh man the X-ray a- confirmed it. Yeah, I can see the poo particles all up in there. Yeah, it looks like a little cloud. It's the most (laughs) cartoony thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It's a cloud with like a frumpy face. It's just just waiting to be released. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Merry Christmas, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, holy shit. This Tupperware smells fucking awful. <laughs> I don't know why I opened it. <laughs> why did I stick my whole fucking face in it and take a big whiff? That was a mistake. This is my epitaph. <laughs> Put this on my gravestone. <laughs> he died by Tupperware fart ingestion. Yeah. Listen, um, everyone out there, uh, when you're thinking about going and visiting family and maybe sending them a Tupperware full of farts, remember, farts can kill. Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Hello and welcome to Pop Saga. Today we are going to be reviewing Marvel's Avengers. The game. That came out earlier this year. <laughs> like all arbiters of justice, we will be tough, but fair. I am John Ann the Accuser, and as always, I'm joined by the Living Tribunal, Forrest. Forrest, <laughs> are you ready to pass judgment today? Oh yeah. You know I'm ready to pass judgment every day of the week because I am a living tribunal three people in one and uh, I confer that it's time to pass judgment on this quote unquote 
game. <laughs> Damn. Already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, take from that what you will. Um, you will find out our opinions as this podcast continues forth, but um, yeah, infer what you like. And, and you know what? Take a piece of paper, write what you think my opinion is on it, and fold mm-hmm. it up and save it to the end of the podcast and see if you're right. You'll be right because I don't like this game. Crap! <laughs> I buried the lead. Uh, I got to go back to podcast school. Yeah, go uh, listen to a couple of podcasts. Uh, three podcast and whatever the equivalent of uh, 40 Hail Marys would be for podcasting. <laughs> and uh, I think that must be, uh, um, you know, a $40 donation to Max Fun. 40 Hail Marys must be a $40 do- donation to your... F- favorite max fun uh podcast i'm only saying that because i don't know of another podcast group that that does the uh the um like uh npr style pledge drive i mean like, it's uh, it's the smartest way to so uh we're talking about as you mentioned in your intro we are this is our i think our only our second game review official game review we've done some game adjacent stuff but aside from dark forces i think this is our only other game review yeah and the, the, i don't want to be like rightfully so but <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it's it it's an interesting uh position to be kind of uh reviewing these games just in general Finding games that one uh, you and I both have played, that actually isn't that hard. Um, we t- we we tend to play similar games. Right? Yes, there's a lot of overlap there. Besides yeah. the fact that I have an Xbox Series X and you have a PS5, and we are destined to battle for eternity. For those who haven't heard that in like fucking 15 years, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the boomer age. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome to all our 40 year old listeners. Yeah, I think the big thing is trying to find a method in which to review games that we agree upon um, that makes sense for us to be able to kind of convey things since this is in. Uh, auditory medium you know it, it'll take a little bit more level of explanation to be like oh yeah and level three when i had to jump up on this call you know if we start getting in there it might be a little boring so uh force was nice enough to kind of work out an overall uh flow to how we're going to be kind of discussing this and we'll see how it goes from this one and obviously like everything that we do here at the uh Pop Saga Institute for Pop Sagaist. Uh, we <laughs> will keep refining and uh, uh, working on it till it's something. So I would expect more game reviews. Um, I also say the other thing is, you know, there's a little bit inside baseball since uh, we have some level of industry understanding of how things are made um, that people listening to this might not have. 
Um, so, you know, uh, yeah. everything, everything here in this case would be very broad stroke, uh, broad strokes, excuse me. Uh, I almost felt like I had a stroke there. Um, <laughs> broad strokes, uh, just assumptions, things like that. Um, and just kind of going there, but you know, I don't know how much we'll, we'll see what happens as we're discussing. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have experience working on a Marvel game. And so that, I mean, that doesn't really give us any insight into this game in particular. Um, but, uh, I will say that, um, I think this is true for me and I think I can say this is true for you as well. But any game that we play, being people who have made games ourselves, um, I always go in wanting to like it. Uh, I don't ever experience any sort of entertainment for the purposes of watching it because I know I will not like it. I know that there are people out there who sort of hate watch stuff. They like watch it because they know it, it sucks. And yeah, you got me for, to stop watching that YouTuber guy. So um, <laughs> I just hate watching fantastic. him for a while, but I haven't watched him for uh, three weeks. Wow, God. that's that means a lot to me. I, I'm so glad to hear that that you have that you have taken something out of your life that you don't like. Oh, I uh, had a dream the other day where I was beating his ass. So I have some <laughs> real resentment towards this dude. Okay. And it was we're not going to mention who this is. No, I'm not. But I was I was fighting him. And the worst part is he 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 stupidly wears a hat backwards like I wear a hat, but I look cooler in it than he does. So anyway, sure. as I kept fighting him, I kept knocking his hat off and like a goddamn comedy bit, another hat would appear, but it would be <laughs> a different hat. <laughs> like you keep taking hats off. Yeah, there's like, just more hats under the hats. Yeah, so I don't know if I hate the guy or if I just hate his hat choices. I don't know. I think you made. You know what? I think you might have some hat problems to work on. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I haven't really been able to wear my hats. But my hats are way cooler than his. But yeah, I just remember I was beating his ass, and every time I knock off a hat, another fucking hat would appear. To the point it was so silly in my dream, I laughed and woke myself up. <laughs> just like, time to dream about something else, but I remember You're that like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing would have been better, like, if I woke up and I had, like, one of his, like, New York Yankee hats in my hand. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was all a dream. Or was it? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, hate watch something. I understand going yeah, into yeah. Uh, don't I don't like I don't like hate uh, hate watching something or hate playing something. Um, so I think this is a game that both you and I were primed. We were ready to like if it was good. No, I was not. But you were <laughs> you were primed. Well, listen, there was well, a there was a lot of chatter about this game vis-a-vis the visuals and how they sort of portrayed the different characters in this game. Um, and uh, I certainly was on that train. I I saw the initial trailer and I, 
I think I even sent it to you. I talked about it to you first. I was like, what is this? What am I seeing? Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds but, right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something <laughs> I would do. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm firmly in the camp of the game play makes the game. And um, this, the studio that made it, I've had plenty of fun with their other games. So I had no reason to think that this would um, sort of hit me the way that it did. Uh, but um, but you're saying you, you came in at it with a, a little bit of a different bent. You had, um, you, you, you were, you were primed. You, you were all, <laughs> you were all ginned up to, uh, yeah, to, to not like it. Yeah, I mean, everything on paper sounds like this should be uh, a game of my dreams. Like for sure, to see a an Avengers game put together, you always wonder why this hasn't been years ago. Like using the Avengers or Justice League or you know any major super team is a great foundation x-men even though that'd be boring as shit since every one of them only has one power anyway different tirade um (laughs) oh um, man we gotta go back to that that is the hottest take uh no but please continue i mean we'll we'll just shelve that for later but please yeah just shelved and my favorite part about us shelving things for later we never remember and it never comes up again so perfect um it's a shelf that doesn't exist elf on a shelf not this time there's no shelf elf on the floor (laughs) wolverine in a garbage can uh doesn't even rhyme um so when i saw the trailer it just uh heightened my uh my john sense where i was going "Mm, i don't know because uh, to your point the you know the studio that made it was uh, crystal dynamics and i love the first two tomb raider games that they pumped out like those were fun uh in fact the first tomb raider was my game of the year for me uh when it first came out i absolutely, absolutely. enjoyed it i loved it the visuals i love that first game it's everything it is the way you do a reboot as far as i'm concerned yeah 100 percent. but there is a lot to infer from that type of game and then hearing about this type of game that they were trying to make which was a lot of studios first right like really a game that focused on multiplayer multiple uh protagonist um a a larger overarching story you know there's a lot of these things that you hear about and you're like well i haven't seen them make this so i'm a little worried about worried about how this could come out um so you you came into it not necessarily primed to to not like it but you with this history in mind you were suspicious Exactly. And it's, and this only comes from the fact of uh, post-John in this world, um, in this video game-making uh, world. If I never was in video games, if I just loved video games, um, I would have less of the suspicion. But as uh, kind of how I, you know, career-wise moved around and done all those different things i look at games as a whole now not just for like oh that's going to be fun 
So a lot of the games I try to pick and play are ones that I know that I'm going to enjoy very much like you, but on multiple levels, because I can sit there and say, oh, well, I've played this before, so I have a, a comfort with it. Like, even, I'll put it like this, even Cyberpunk, I'm prepped, primed, ready to play it. But there's one aspect about the game that worries me a lot, and that's the gunplay. Because the shooting. A lot of, <laughs> the shooting. Because a lot of their combat, you know, from the Witcher series was sword and board, or sword and sword, or sword and, you know what I mean, and magic. And every time I watch, like, one of the, you know, the cool Night City wire uh, videos on YouTube and stuff like that, I watch it and I'm like, that's cool. And all the dialogue and stuff seems fun. But when they get to the gunplay, I go, mm, it well, doesn't look it'll be like visceral Fallout. enough. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like. it'll be like Fallout in that, like, the gunplay has always been terrible. But, I mean, I, and I am speaking only of the Bethesda published 3D Fallouts, not the original Fallout, which I mean, you can't comment about the gunplay in the yeah, game different. because it was a, a top-down uh, turn-based RPG, but um, like maybe it is it is like that in that it the, the rest of the game is so interesting and, and engaging that the sort of uh, sloppier gunplay doesn't bother you as much. I mean, we'll see. They, the thing is, it's like when they were like, hey, Cyberpunk 2077, I said, I don't care. They have my money. Um, it's just right. I've been such a fan of the tabletop role-playing game that I was just like, well, and Cyberpunk has an aesthetic I love. Uh, steampunk on another aesthetic I can't stand. That's a whole other <laughs> Comment, I'm with but, you there. With but you out there. of all the... A, you can't put a gear on a top hat and call it a, aesthetic. Please yeah, so, yes, look at me. I'm steam-powered. <laughs> Fart-powered as far as I'm concerned. Um, but in, so in this instance, like I would just say put it like this. All our conversations about the game up until we actually played it, I took some convincing to do it. I was even at the point where I was like, mm, I don't know if I'll I'll play it, if someone buys it for me, which means I'm probably on the latter half of being like, I don't need the plate. Um, but you know, as we were talking things through, um, it felt like that was, it, it felt like a game that we would have to play, uh, just when it came down to it. Um, yeah, we're both huge, uh, like Marvel universe fans. So for me, it wasn't a game that I was excited about necessarily, but I was interested to see what it would be like when it came out. And um, I was at E3 when they actually made that, that like, uh, like they made a replica of the A Day part on the the Hella carrier. Mm. Um. And that was their E3 booth. I I can tell you that having seen the trailer before I went to the actual trade show, I was like, ah, you know, okay, I won't, you know, I'll wait in line for some other stuff. But this, you know, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I can skip over this one. It's okay. Um, so it it definitely wasn't something that it was like on my 
my sort of like most wanted list like definitely like animal crossing was and uh cyberpunk is and um you know various other games that that i've been able to uh to play throughout the year but um i will say that like the idea of playing these characters and even a semi-competent game um in sort of like the hd style of of game that's popular right now was exciting to me yeah i i mean for me i mean i don't know there's a lot of like i said there's a lot of considerations that first trailer didn't really knock it out of the park um i didn't feel sold um because uh, i just had issues with how certain characters looked um i mean and enough people did too where it looks like they went back and touched up some of those models uh to after the bit, initial trailer yeah to make them look a little more appealing because i remember thor looking real rough um, <laughs> like looking like me you know, <laughs> you know, like I was like, man, what happened to Thor? That might and be too I, harsh on you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. I'll take that one. Um, but like Iron Man, you know, and Iron Man comics were comics that you know taught me how to read. So I have a, I mean, I have a little, you know, Forrest. I have a little thing on top of one of my display cases, which is like my little hall of uh, armors for Iron Man. That's how much I love them. So when I saw the armor in the game, I was like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then Captain America, you're just like, you know, like there wasn't enough there that made me go, oh, this is the shit. Like when I saw Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight and all that stuff, I was like, man, I can't wait to play these games because it, like the visual, everything gripped me. Seeing this one, I was like, mm, maybe it's not how it looks, but it's how it's played. Um, to yeah. I think the thing that sort of sold me on on picking it up before it was uh um before the the initial reviews rolled in were a few of the sort of first impressions were seemed like pretty good. Um and, and and like the way that they described that the the characters controlled and how the the combat and like the moment to moment experience of the initial campaign was interesting to me or at least it 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 grabbed me in a way where I was like well, okay maybe this isn't maybe this won't end up being a game for everyone but maybe it's a game for me I could see that um See, for me, it was when they did their first um, open beta, or they had the closed mm -hmm. beta, but they were showing it on Twitch, um, so I could watch, you know, I watch more Twitch now than I watch regular TV. Um, I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing or a bad it's thing, weird. but it's weird, but I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, I'm not in the mood to play video games, but I'm in the mood to watch someone play video games. Um, right. You know, so when I saw that happening and I could see a lot of how it played um, and how they were very specific with which characters you could play with during that, that was also the thing that kind of kind of worried me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because you, you do that for two reasons. Either you're 
Um, you know, obviously you don't want to show everything off and you can't wait for everyone to play with everything. Um, so you, you know, you lock it to like the most, um, well-established characters. People, people will know, right? Like even Black Widow's more popular now than, you know, she's ever been in the comic books, but you know, not anyone, if you didn't know about those Avengers movies or Iron Man too, then, and if they never put Black Widow in it, no one would ever know who the you know, who Black Widow right. is. So pretty I understand obscure. that. Yeah, pretty obscure. But in this instance, I was like, why not show off your core roster? Uh, because the other end is you're not ready to show them because maybe they don't showcase as well um, as far as action. So you just want to show off, like, your main ones because maybe you feel like their movement is best or, every, you know, like, their level of polish because they took them a while to work on those characters versus the other ones who might have come in line a little bit later might look mm-hmm. a little rough. So I was, as the uh, the kids would say, um, playing Among Us, I was sus. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, watching that, it didn't help. But, you know, just, again, talking with you and a few other people were like, oh, man, yeah, well, you got to play it. You know, who would you play? And then it was like, okay, well, I'm going to play it. And I said, I'm going to play, um, you know, I said, I'll play Black Widow. She's the one who interests me the most. And then I was like, maybe Iron Man, right? And you were like, I'm going to play Captain America. I remember the, like, yeah, Captain America, you know, he's your favorite, all that stuff. So, you know, that's how we got kind of, I think, juice to play it. But the the whole time I was just like, I don't know. It gets you, you're right. When you, like, kind of start thinking about it and you're like, oh, cool like what skills will iron man have like how will the collecting loot um affect uh how he looks um just all these you have all these interesting questions and 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 it it does start to sort of generate excitement if only because you love uh the characters upon which they are based yep 100 you know, and I love Black Widow. I love Iron. Like the the Avengers that they selected for this were like I thought was a a a great uh, launch roster. So you know, sure. there are obviously some that I would have maybe liked to seen, but instead, but this was you know if you're gonna do it, that's pretty much your core Avengers there. So let's do it that sure. way. Sure, and I think sort of cynically you can you can point to the the launch roster and and say well this is primarily due to the movie yeah i mean easy enough so I mean, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so what uh what did you play it on what did you buy it on so i uh man i i pretty much played uh russian roulette here and just tried to figure out the best platform to play it on. Um, uh, so I ended up playing on PC because that way graphically I could have the highest fidelity with the best frames um, just to be able to play it on my PC. I was factoring in that they didn't have crossplay at the time, but that they would be, end up putting in crossplay, especially when trying to introduce a character like Spider-Man or something. Sure. So... I just hedged my bets on PC versus uh, console. How about yourself? Yeah, same here. Um, 
since we played together, obviously we had to get it on the same platform. And uh, I also, like, my PC is in my uh, bedroom. And if I'm going to get a game that I think I'm going to spend, like, a long time on, I, I'll usually get it for the the PC if I if I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing like you know hours and hours at a time uh better to be in the uh the bedroom than sort of hanging out and hogging the tv in the living room so um I took that into consideration and you know I knew it was gonna look because it was designed for consoles probably as the uh target platform I knew it was going to look and run very well on my PC even though my PC is like six years old Right. I I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it obviously was like a, a console-built game first. PC was a... Felt, felt like a little bit of an afterthought, but yeah, I just was playing the... Again, playing the safe bet there on like what I could do with it. And uh, yeah, no, that was a good choice. <laughs> so i think we both ordered the 80 dollar deluxe edition pre-ordered yeah. it because yeah. it had an early start time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, uh, and we wanted to to get on in there yeah we were like no no time for love dr jones we had to jump right <laughs> into it hammer on hammer on gameplay um you know level up is kind of like you know it's a looter it's a looter puncher brawler, brawler. I, I guess, you know in my case it was a looter shooter because the minute i could uh, unlocked black widow that's who i played um but yeah also i man they they know me so well i i'm like hey you'll give me extra costumes that not everyone else will have and i just have to give you some more money all right, so I always end up doing that where I'm like, yeah, I'll buy this yeah. and I get these costumes and uh, look, so I can look different and cool and that doesn't matter whatsoever in this no. game. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no advantage. There's um, no aspirational goals here. Um, so yeah, we, we we paid eighty dollars. We started up. We played it and. Um, yeah, I guess we'll kind of go through our thoughts on it now. Yeah. Let's start talking about the story. Actually, before we get into that proper, allow yeah. me to give you a, uh, a brief synopsis from Wikipedia for all those out there who haven't played it. And spoiler alert, I'm guessing that's a few of you quite a few of you (laughs) um but if you haven't played it uh the plot synopsis from wikipedia goes as follows the plot follows an inhuman teenager kamala khan who gains superpowers after exposure to terrigen mist during a day at a celebratory day for the avengers until a tragedy resulted in the death or in death and destruction blame for the tragedy the avengers disbanded or disassembled (laughs) uh allowing for the science corporation aim to take their place five years later when aim threatens the world or to end the world of super-powered individuals kamala embarks on a quest 
to reassemble the Earth's mightiest heroes so they could save the world from peril once more. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, it, it sounds like a comic book plot. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, story. So, speaking of story, let us tackle the first category in our review, the story. This is the true story. The true story. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the story. Um, so, uh, John, what did you think about the single-player campaign in this game or, or or just i think that uh, those are sort of intertwined right so let's talk about the story and the single player campaign because they are one and the same so i i think overall i enjoyed the story aspect of it there were some things obviously i had issues with um but overall i think the story was its strongest part uh, uh, of uh, the game and that makes sense just because it was done by you know a company who knows how to build a narrative and um, uh, tell a story that way um, so yeah I, 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 I enjoyed it but like I said there, there are parts I definitely had uh, issues with um, I am on team Kamala I, I really enjoyed the character I know a lot of people she seemed very de- decisive or divisive. Excuse me. Yeah, divisive. Is that so? Yeah, I some people looked into that so much. Yeah, some people were like, "Nah, she's the worst. She's better than she is in the comic books, but not any better. You should have got rid of her and do you know, blah 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 blah." And um, she thoroughly made me like you know, I was like, I enjoy that component. I, I liked her optimism especially in a game that is very dark in a sense of like how like beaten everybody is and how sometimes the lighting effects work uh <laughs> um yeah or she, don't or don't yeah more, more often than not don't just don't work um yeah i enjoyed that I, I, um i thought the tutorial through the whole a day like celebration i really enjoyed that um i think that was probably one of my favorite uh, tutorials and games as far as just kind of walking around and seeing all of that and experiencing it um also it being in san francisco didn't hurt right i was like yeah sure yeah hometown pride right there um but yeah that the story's good how about um how about you what were your initial thoughts um yeah, I think the story is maybe my favorite part of this game. Uh, I thought the entire single-player single, single player campaign um, was really worth it. Uh, I mean, not worth it necessarily, but certainly it it gave me a good start to the game. Because I, I played the single-player campaign before the multiplayer component, as they suggest. And... Um, at least initially, I mean, I think the the story missions are varied and interesting. The voice acting is very good. Kamala is a, a really cool character. Um, and I love that archetype of the super fans sort of gaining powers themselves and, and, and sort of contending or sort of like transitioning from like someone who is a fan of something 
into somebody who has to actually put that into practice and how that can kind of um the the when you dispel the the sort of mystery the sort of romantic mystery about something the practicality of it often is something that is like jarring and i think that they did the they they showed that in a way that was incredibly interesting and and engaging um and having her as your sort of uh your narrator through this uh through this story i think ended up being really uh awesome i mean uh, just like you said um the story is very dark and sort of dour but um her optimism and her sort of drive to see it through ends up being um the the thing that sort of carries you through as well so plus she's like a a rat i mean we'll we'll talk about this when we get to the gameplay section but she is like a, a cool character to play and um, achieves uh, that sort of body morphing Mr. Fantastic style combat in a way that I don't think any other previous game has. has. So, um, but I think the story was interesting. There are parts of it that I don't care for. Um, obviously, there will be spoilers in this review, so we're not going to go through the whole story, but um but there will be things that we we touch on that are i think from all parts of the game but um in general i thought the motivation for modok who is the main villain was weak it sort of reminded me of um jamie fox's motivation or jamie fox's character's motivation as when she, he played electro in spider-man that um his character's motivation and the motivation of of Modok sort of are similar to me. So that didn't really work for me all that well. And the other thing that really clanged for me was um so sort of interestingly, um they do a lot of time uh advertising Captain America as someone you can play, um, and then they kill him off like right after the tutorial is done. And, um, but that's okay because he does end up coming back later, but the way they sort of save him for later is just like, what? <laughs> like, as someone's character who is sort of known for being frozen and then woken up later to sort of deal with a crisis, doing that to him again, except sort of putting him in suspended animation on a satellite and then having him sort of rejoin the Avengers towards the end of the, the story is you're just kind of like, that's, is that all he does? Does he just get <laughs> frozen in things <laughs> and then come back when they need him? He's like King Arthur, but not as cool. Right? Like, <laughs> you know, like whenever England needs you, King Arthur will rise again. In this case is, Whenever Captain America, or you need Captain America, just take him out, put him on the counter, wait for him to thaw before you stick him in the oven like a TV yeah. dinner. He needs to proof. Like, yeah, he needs uh, to. Captain America needs to proof. Just, and, you know, for an hour peel, or two. Yeah, just peel back the tin foil and stir the mashed potatoes halfway through 
that are Captain America, so that way you don't get like <laughs> frozen center in your mashed potato TV dinner, Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty, pretty lame. Uh, uh, just, yeah, yeah I like everyone else had a very interesting, I thought, introduction. Tony, Bruce, uh, Natasha, all the, all of them have like they're doing interesting things, you know, because. As we mentioned in the, in the synopsis, the the Avengers are sort of outlawed um, in this world. So, uh, like having they need sort of interesting ways to show that they're still sort of working behind the scenes or not, depending on their level of of depression um, against AIM. And they're like, well, Captain America would not not be doing anything, <laughs> so. We're going to have to, you know, have him frozen in a satellite because he, uh, uh, that's the way we, we sort of explained that he, we thought he was dead and now he's not. I mean, I don't know. Why not just have him locked up in the satellite anyway, but just keep him alive, but you're just juicing him anyway, because that's what they were doing. Like part of their whole process was just trying to pull that super serum shit out of him. So just... Just have him be alive. Like, yeah, it, it is weird to be like, yeah, this character who's literally known for being a man out of time had it happen to him twice. You know, yeah. like, what are the odds of that? <laughs> it also gives the developers an excuse to give Captain America one of the worst alternate costumes of anybody in the entire game. Which is, we just found Steve in a capsule, and he has a bunch of like, uh, like the of those of those pads that they put on you when they're doing an EKG, um, and and like hospital <laughs> pants, and that's his outfit, and it comes in different colors, and we're supposed to be like, oh, cool, yeah, hospital well, cap. Oh, you just have the base white one. Ha, I got the black and yellow one. Doesn't he look yeah. good running around with no shoes on? I got a weird flesh-colored one. I think. Oh, did he? Oh, god, even worse. It's like he's got a hose coming out of his ass. <laughs> it's like a. I got like a, a salmon-colored one. Ugh, um, that's that is not a color you should ever make a alternate costume for. <laughs> especially I don't when, remember. Uh, uh, to be honest, I would. I, I have a vague memory of it, but either way, bad, bad outfit. Yeah. I thought the choice of uh, sub-villains was... I was excited for one until I saw how he looked. Um, so, and which one is that? Let's not bury the lead. The <laughs> Taskmaster. <laughs> yep. Uh, now, just for some context, Taskmaster is not just some, uh, like, other character this is one of your favorite characters right yeah i i literally have a little cubby on next to my tv that has it's a taskmaster slash deathstroke the terminator shelf since they were both drawn by the same artist um yeah like i love taskmaster it, pretty much if you give me uh, a Dude with a skull face and a hood, you're 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 ten points up in my book. That's why Skeletor's one of my favorites. Taskmaster's absolutely one of my favorites. So when I heard he was gonna be in a video game, I was like, dope. 
he's he got introduced fighting the Avengers and beating the Avengers' asses. Like, this is going to be great. Then I saw him. Yeah. And, whew, no. But, uh, I mean, we'll we'll kind of get into that with graphics and stuff a little bit later. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it I is mean, bad, and I agree with you. And we, yeah, we can save it uh, to the yeah. next section. You know, and then um, like Abomination seems like a perfect, you know, foil for a Hulk. Sure. And I thought that was good, but then how they just kind of got thrown away and then relegated when you got past that point. Like, once you were done with the main story and you were doing the replayable parts. It was so sad because you weren't even fighting those guys. You were fighting clones of those guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so it was like, did we kill Taskmaster? Or did he just say, F this, I'm out of here. Uh, here's a couple drops of my blood. Make as many, uh, you know, a couple drops of my blood and my underwear. Make as many <laughs> Taskmaster clones as you need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, because... Like, Everyone knows, uh, and this is a shout out to all you uh, chemical engineers and geneticists out there. We all know that you need two drops of blood and uh, skid marks in order to. I mean, <laughs> clone someone. I, I don't want to speak we, for. We everyone know that's else. how Palpatine did it. Uh, Look, see, you that's have... that's how he made Snoke. Is that he? He that was the mistake. He just used the skid marks. <laughs> No, you got to use everything. Like, I don't want to yeah. speak for everybody, but when you, you know, you use an underwear, you're going to have, you know, the shit, the skid marks, the blood, everything else. You know, like, that's normally what happens to me every time I take mine off. So I just figured hmm. if you need to give enough DNA to somebody, just hand them a pair you of your... Give, you might need to see a doctor. Nah, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have the... Diabetes. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, that was a, uh, a good one. Um, but speaking of disgusting things to look at. Yeah, so... <laughs> let's it, talk about the graphics. Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, uh, go ahead. Uh, here, this is my reply. Wow! Like... <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, let's, let's, let's make it official. So the... Um, okay. Uh, we've talked about the story, and now we're moving on to our second part, or the second part of our uh, review segment, which is uh, graphics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they should have said a poet because of this of the wonderful splendor we are seeing in our. On our uh, modern gaming monitors, but uh, John, what did you think of the graphics, the presentation, nope. the visual presentation of this game? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> so. Who am I? <laughs> Sorry, that was a misclick. <laughs> Okay, so, we can talk about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm ready now. Let me start off with a couple things about this game that I like a lot. Um, I think uh, the environment art 
in uh, a few of the places is actually quite good. I think that the interior, the interior of the helicarrier is really cool, and how they sort of expanded. Like you walk up and down an entire helicarrier, and it all looks very like practical, and um, it, the the design is interesting. It's sort of uh, it sort of um, uh, toes the line or, or, or walks the line between the, the movie presentation and what you see in the comics. Um, it has, it feels like a large flying aircraft carrier. And I think, um, I think that's like a, they did a really good job there. I really like the Canyon environment they did. Um, there's a couple of places where you're kind of squeezing through a sort of a natural, uh, river and has a bunch of, um, uh of uh like driftwood that you have to squeeze under and i thought that looked incredible and naturalistic i don't know if they use photogrammetry or or what to achieve that but um i thought that, that was really well done uh i like kamala i like her character design i like her outfits um i think that was really well done as well um john are there some uh, oh the vfx <laughs> Real quick, uh, the VFX, I think, uh, many of them were really cool. Um, how about you? Is there, is there anything that you liked about this, uh, the graphics in this in this one? Yeah, I, I mean, I could uh, find things in everything. Um, <laughs> if I look hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, so, no, I'm with you as far as the helicarrier. It just felt... Like, what they did was they looked at an actual aircraft carrier, maybe even like a submarine, and kind of how the interior of that would be, and how real kind of condensed um, it would be. I, I, I liked that. Um, I just didn't like the fact it couldn't run around to get around the helicarrier, but that's more gameplay. Um, so mm. I thought the helicarrier was cool. Yeah, I think the Utah section felt like the most robust out of all the environments um the snow one was you know it was snow it didn't look like any place that exists in the real world but it you know it, it was snow uh the uh, new york environments it just it got i don't know if pl there are places in new york that look like that if there are um, uh, please, I'd love for somebody to point those out to me, because when I was there, I didn't see anything that looked like that. It just felt more like um, just U.S. City 1. Uh, <laughs> uh, Character-wise, I think Kamala probably comes off the best, only in the sense that like her design is... Her, her comic book design is a... It, it can travel multiple mediums without looking uh the only way I could put it is like absurd. Like like sure. it, it's like a real It's more of a modern design. So it takes that it it it, it feels like it, it has it, more grounding in reality, maybe. Yeah, in, in multiple mediums. Like even as the character, you know, in the comic book, her outfit is, you know, based off of real world clothing, you know. And versus, was it a burkini or something? 
if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, right? It's based off of that, so it it's really grounded. And then when you you know you start looking at like say your Iron Man or you know your Hulk and your Thors and all that, then you're like, oh okay. Um, I liked the Black Widow model, but it took me a while to find a costume that worked with me the best. Um, but I think they did her, uh, justice there. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that, uh, just didn't, uh, jive with me. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, we talked about Taskmaster. There's just... I know, and guess what? Like, if you look at the character, you know, we'll make sure that we'll put uh, a picture of uh, Taskmaster from the game versus the comics up on the Instagram at the Pop Saga. And um, uh, just so you can see the difference, but there's so many things that I just felt like were missed or not understood about the character. And it almost feels like that kind of throughout some of the design process. Um Sure. And let's speak directly to the materials on Taskmaster, because I agree. I was very much looking forward to see what their take would would be on it, because I think if you look at the comics, you look at the different interpretations in the comics, and then maybe you look at the upcoming Black Black Widow movie, you can see how varied uh, like visual interpretations can get with Taskmaster. And so, um, and, uh, I think that when you see him in the game, what you end up with is something that uh, it was disappointing to me as well. And I was speaking about, uh, materials and I just want to mention his mask is, has this bizarre sort of like ultra, high specularity sheen on it and it makes it look sort of like plastic but they have several sequences where they reveal that it is steel and um it just really felt incongruous to me i don't know yeah no the i mean it's hard to say uh what his mask is made out of in the comic books it just feels like it's almost like a skin tight mask uh for the folks at home, Taskmaster does not have a skull face. He just wears one. He is a regular person. Some of the comics, like the way they draw it, it could only work if he actually had a skull face, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, it's just you know you're taking some artistic liberties, which is fine. Um, but yeah, the fact that it looked like one of those old school. Um, oh, why am I blanking? You know those old Halloween costumes that came in a box and you got like the little plastic. Mask, right, yeah, and then you had the costume that would just say Taskmaster uh-huh. on it, you know, exactly. <laughs> it, yeah, like, you'd be like, you'd get a, a Ninja Turtles costume, but it would have a cheap plastic, like half of a mask, it's not even like a full head head mask. And if and it then, had like a mouth hole and you talk through it, it cut your lips up and your tongue because yep. it's just yeah, like it super thin, sharp plastic. And then, as you said, uh, like a body onesie that would just say the name of the character on it because they're like, I don't think people would get it. Yeah, just in case. We need to drive this home. This is Taskmaster. Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like, I mean, I had a He-Man one. That shit said, you know, uh, Masters of the Universe on it in case you were wondering. Like, no questions were at end. Um, Who is this blonde guy? Yeah, who is he? 
Is that Prince Valiant? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the the mask was off. The cape really bothered me because it was a burlap material for some reason. Like, yeah, it looked uh, like canvas or or something like burlap. You know, and he had like you know tactical gear. Some of his stuff was fine because you know they were trying to show. Uh, again, for the folks at home who don't know, past masters of powers are probably one of my favorites in comic books. I don't believe they're overpowered. They're just very unique. He has photographic reflexes, so he can watch someone do something and then repeat it. So, like, he can watch Captain America throw his shield, and he can throw his shield like Captain America. So make it bounce around. He could watch the Punisher shoot somebody, and he could shoot as well as the Punisher. He could shoot as... He could use a bow as well as Hawkeye. That's it. So... A lot of, in gameplay parlance, that seems like that would be really cool, and they could have done a real, uh, well, I guess we'll get into gameplay later, but they could have done something to showcase that. But um, to do this, you know, I had a bunch of energy weapons, which I was fine with, you know, that that didn't uh, perturb me so much, but, like, just the overall look and scale of him felt off. Yeah. Uh, And also, just aim, as just aim troopers... Um, very hard to tell any of the units apart. And a lot of it's because aim is just a predominantly like, just wear yellow. Uh, so, but the, be able to tell a lot of different units apart were hard because there wasn't enough. Uh, I felt enough variety in the silhouettes, um, between one or the other. So especially again, when it comes to gameplay, trying to do objectives, I know we'll be getting there, but. When trying to do objectives and you're supposed to kill one, but I can't tell if the one I'm killing is the one I'm supposed to, or if it's the guy next to him or the dude in the back, real hard. So, um, that yeah. was it. Yeah, and- I mean, that's that's a really good point. Um, like there were a, I'm, I think that you're right in that they went back and sort of redesigned the characters. Um, after their initial reaction from people uh, about the trailer. Um, I think that they're in a... So I want to acknowledge that obviously the the designers, the visual designers on this game are in a hard spot because they have to make something wholly original when, uh, you know, one of the most popular movies of all time in the moment is based on the same property. So that's tough. Um, and I appreciate how, how hard that must be. At the same time, we have people, we have uh, the studio Insomniac who made, uh, who has made so far two Spider-Man games. Um, and they have created whole interesting characters that feel completely unique. And, um, you know, they, they may have like little stylistic or sort of personality references to to the um, to the the characters that came before, but um, we see we have seen how it could be done very well, um, and in this instance, it just w- wasn't pulled off as well, and I think that actually has less to do with the d- the design of the faces, and more to do with the design of the outfits. Um, I, th- the... I think that's part of it. I 
I think that is part of it. I think you you're you you are getting close to it. Yeah, like the to me, the, one of the most important identifying factors of a superhero is his costume, or her, or its, or or their costume. Um, pulling that off and 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 making it as appealing and and as interesting as it is on in the comics even if you decide to take your own sort of diversion is um a a difficult ask but one that we've seen done you know uh quite well uh not to continually compare this to the Insomniac Spider-Man game for the PS4 but certainly they made their own original costume for that game and uh, I think it was very well received. It, it ended up making its way back into the comics. So we know it can be done well. Um, but, um, and you do have to give them props for trying something different. It's just that those choices to me weren't as successful. Um, I could, like, Captain America's tactical gear seemed like too bulky and practical and almost goofy in a way um to where i couldn't wait to to switch out of that that um his sort of standard outfit i did like his sort of secret wars uh or secret avengers sorry um inspired outfit his his uh colonel rogers yeah that was um, my favorite one outfit. out of out of the grouping of his because it felt it felt the most grounded in like what they were trying to shoot for, which was this, it felt like just a pseudo MCU like world where costumes were a little bit more detailed um, and inspired by the movies by and large. Um, right. But then, you know, they were given liberties to be able to kind of take their own, uh, risk on it and some of them were i think successful and some of them not so much and yeah to your point captain america the when they gave me that base uh uh secret avengers colonel rogers outfit that was the one i stuck with because it, it's the one that i felt fit that character the best um versus the tactical gear one which again very practical and looks probably the most real out of them all like, as far as, like, yeah, you could see someone going to a sports basement or Big Five and buying all that stuff and, you know, running out in the streets trying to stop crime with that. But um, just didn't work with the character. Uh, like, yeah. Like, you know, I was talking about Iron Man. The Iron Man armor felt really, um, only way I could put it, it was really emaciated in a, in a weird ways where they would choose the, uh, select angles. And mm -hmm. uh, some of it... And some of his costume, uh, some of the armors, I thought were better. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the ones that would get you to space, like the stratosphere ones. I thought those had mm -hmm. some pretty cool, like connective tissue, like how the the back parts would connect to the uh, chest. I thought that worked. Uh, Thor was very uh, hit and miss. I think there's probably oh, yeah. only one outfit in there that I was just like. This seems weird, but that felt like almost like a weird commitment to either he had a beard or he doesn't have a beard. And uh, whatever, pretty much like AVP, whatever you choose, we lose. Um, <laughs> well, you know. I mean, also that 
his default outfit with that and i'm not i'm not talking about his sort of like casual uh like no. shirt and jeans referencing that those hilarious like uh promo videos that uh taika watiti made um i'm i'm talking about his dinner plate his commemorative dinner plate chess piece outfit uh which i cannot see like nice like someone's nice silver plates uh or you know like serving platters every yeah, time i see that outfit raiding your china cabinet it's like yeah. hold on i need to fight the forces of evil mom where are the tea plates for the teacups okay they're in the china cabinet okay uh i uh no worries i'll be back i'm also grabbing my hammer i'll be back <laughs> later goodbye uh, you, you know. better not scuff that you i just polished those <laughs> too late i can't hear you <laughs> um and then you know hulk yeah. is really difficult because realistically it's a big massive form i thought some of them worked like I think the ones that were closer, like that had uh, more comic book considerations to them, were the ones that were a little bit the, uh, more successful. But I wish they would have done that with more of the outfits. That makes sense. Like, yeah, I I just think that the 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 times that they really went off on their own were the times that weren't as successful to me and i'm not someone who is like uh extremely dedicated to the the look that were in the comics i i love a, a different take on things um i liked how the movies for the most part adapted their outfits to you know physical reality um so I, it's not something i'm closed off to but the the designs just didn't work for me. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was a miss. Um, like I said, I found ones that I, I liked more, but, um, and I'm with you. Like, if you can give me, I, you know, oh, God, it's gonna sound like I'm stumbling, but obviously taking a comic book costume and then translating it into the movies would be terrible because there's not a level of detail that would do that with with the exception of certain characters like Kamala Khan where I feel like you could do that and it would work right as rain but like if we were just to take uh, Captain Marvel's costume and just try to make it one for one it just wouldn't pop Um, none of them would it would it would look weird Um, so movifying it makes complete sense Giving it that layers, those textures, a little bit more realism to it is perfectly fine. And then you could see, like, take uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game where, you know, they made their own costume. And was that Spider-Man outfit for me? No. Um, but a lot of the other costumes you got were comic book inspired, but designed to fit within their world. And they did that exceptionally well, where they took a design that was in a comic book, brought over all the key components, but then applied texture and layers to it that just made it pop. And so many of those costumes were great to run around in. Like, I mean, one of my favorites is the Scarlet Spider, like just the Ben Riley, 
you know, Scarlet Spider with the blue hoodie and the red jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, me too. They really paid that off in a way that... Because that was one of my favorite outfits from the comics. And the way that they honored it, but then brought it into the real real world was so awesome. It was, uh, it was an uh, incredible unlocking that one. Yeah, so, like, it can be done. It just felt like yeah. this one... Uh, yeah, it just felt like there was a lot of restraint there um, from what they could and couldn't do. Maybe even like decision changes earlier on with what they were planning on focusing on and how they were going to do it, which probably could have impacted um, things. Only way I could think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see that playing out. Um, and I think uh, we would we would be remiss if we didn't mention that at least the time that we played it, we encountered uh, a lot of visual bugs yeah um sometimes like entire backgrounds and lighting rigs and lighting maps would just drop out for during cutscenes. um and uh and initially i was like wow this is a weird like stylistic choice and then <laughs> i realized oh no this is like a this is a like sort of uh, immersion breaking bug. So yeah, just restart um, your game. You'll see it the way it's meant to be. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you know, uh, the, it's quite possible a lot of those could be fixed by now. But at least at the time we played it, it, it was um, uh, sort of unavoidably buggy. I just um, I just hope that they fix the point on Taskmaster's hood. Because <laughs> there is a, a point where you see him from behind, and I think both of us were uh, were a little bit taken aback at the uh, silhouette he cuts. Yeah, um, he doesn't look is, like a slice uh, of pizza, but it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, if you tell us what you think when you see a pointy whited hood or a, a pointed white hood, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's what we thought too. Yeah, it's crazy um, what like point up versus point down will do for you. It's, it's crazy. true. Just like a little, like a little wizard's, a little wizard's cap sag is all you need. Something. Um, just a little less starch in that hood, and, and you, you go from, uh, yeah, you go from like abhorrent individual to to quirky, uh, bearded um, stranger who is bringing fireworks to your hobbit town. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Times Square villain that you'd want to take a picture with versus a villain of Times Square. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yes, exactly. Um, Fictional villain that you'd want to get uh, your picture with versus real life villain who uh, um, you you would not want to see a picture of ever. You would probably get called into HR if you did have a picture with this guy, if he had this hood. And it yeah, got, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're being too coy about it, but he looked like a, a member of the KKK. Yeah, hard to, uh, trying to dance around the subject, but fuck mm. it, I don't know how to well, cha-cha. So I think you know. Go. Yeah, I, I can't dance either, and so we have spilled our beans. Um... <laughs> That's, 
I was like, I'm just gonna let him play the whole song. That'll be the rest of the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, but let's no, no. let's Can't move on it. to. I can only afford this level. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite drop. Um, let's move on to the uh, the gameplay. Um, let's talk uh, about the gameplay. Shall we play a game? Uh, that's right. No. Everyone out there, get that reference. Um, uh, Who am I? <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about the gameplay a little bit. Um, yeah. Let's. So let's start off. What are the parts of the gameplay that you uh, liked? I've made a I've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. Um, um, hold on. Um, okay, so I like the premise of it. It makes sense, right? You kind of you you have this game where you and three of your friends could uh, play through levels, uh, beat up bad guys, collect new gear, upgrade your heroes, uh, a la Destiny or you know, I guess really Destiny's the best one that's going on right now, or Warframe, or sure, however, like, right? Or if you're unfamiliar with this sort of game, it is referred to as a games as a service, uh, like type design. Um, and what that means is that you buy a game. It usually has like a short single player aspect to it or like some single player missions that are sprinkled throughout um but the core of the gameplay is a online like semi mmo um the earliest example i can think of this is like fantasy star online which is similar in that you have your social hub and then you have your adventure areas the key difference between this game and let's say a destiny 2 is destiny 2 has they have their social hub but each of their gameplay sort of combat adventure environments are much more open and interesting and they are many open worlds um as opposed to this game which are sort of like many um levels that look almost exactly the same that are set in the same geographical area but aren't part of like one big map yeah, I mean the the big thing about Destiny as a series, and um, what works for them, and how it took them a while because we all have to remember when Destiny first came out, uh, they didn't do so hot either as games as a service. Yeah, because you know it's with this your content, uh, you're kind of content locked. If people are able to outplay the content you've provided, there's not a lot of reason for them to keep coming back um and that's you know kind of happened within destiny and that's kind of what this gameplay um this design uh that you know marvel avengers was doing kind of suffered from it also suffered from the fact that there were no uh i i said the word earlier aspirational goals um so i i i'll i'll start with like you know I guess I'm a game designer by trade now. It's part of one of the many hats that I wear. 
Um, sure, so... I think you can say that with confidence, not uh, trepidation. Okay, well, thank you. I'll take that. It's always weird, but the 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 whole point for having costumes um, outside of you being able to play the hero that you want, as far as aesthetically, is for I, as a player, to want to see somebody else have something that I don't, and then thus I want to go hunting for it um, to go pick it up. This game really didn't have that based off how the gameplay was designed since you could not all play the same character. So you couldn't have four people playing black widows. Only one person could play black widow, which means that if I was playing black widow, the only costume they were seeing that they might be interested in was mine uh, versus me being able to see other options. And uh, same with the other, you know, heroes. So you couldn't play it the way you would probably ideally want this system to work. So it was really hard for me to do that. And the fact that the gear that you collected, while well, had cool names and they figured all that stuff out, since it didn't change your model as well, there it was really just the statistical uh, growth, which makes sense. And given an IP, you don't want... I can see being an IP holder, I don't want people changing the predetermined looks we have for the character. So it's just going to be a statistical one, but there's just that other letdown. Um, I just felt like the gameplay was a uh, pretty sh shallow and mm -hmm. um, uh, repetitive, which is okay in this style. You know, it's the same in destiny. You play on the same moon, you're going to go around doing the same stuff, but I get to play with way more people in that type of environment. I get to see the equipment change the way I look like there's a, there's an actual growth to it. So instead of just a number, I'll say, oh, shit, now, like, the my shoulders have light piping on them, or, you know, the mask I have is different than the one that I had on before, so I can visually see that growth. Um, having it kind of be this, okay, you're going to run through here, do these five objectives, and then bomb out. Um, if you were lucky not to encounter any crashing bugs, which I got plenty, and I'll tell you, uh, I know a lot of them were... Just memory optimizations, which, you know, takes time um, to do. I have 64 gigs on my PC, and I still ran into memory problems with that game. Um, took me a couple hours, but I'd get there. So, coupled with that in the gameplay, a lot of times I would lose progression because I'd be playing through a level, then it would crash to desktop, and there was no save states or anything for those levels since they were just kind of these instanced areas versus like a living world where I could actually travel to where there'd be multiple heroes. So that really impacted my level of gameplay too and enjoyment. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, and uh, without repeating those very good points that you made, I'll say that uh, I thought that the character, the moment to moment, uh, combat with each of the characters was uh, wildly uneven. Uh, there were some yeah. that uh, were very good. Um, 
or or I should say that there were some that were fun. I think Thor was quite fun to play. Um, and then there's others like uh, maybe Captain America even that had some aspects that were fun to play. But then when it came to traversal, sort of the limitations of his power set made the way that he had to traverse the same levels as someone who could fly goofy and immersion breaking breaking so um yeah i think that the the gameplay had a few bright spots um i think that i think that when you unlock a new outfit that is very exciting um but as you said it, it that's such a rare prize and it's so few and far between that what you're getting in between those big outfit unlocks are these, um, you know, meaningless, aside from statistical boosts, pieces of gear. And that is just one. You, it's hard to imagine a looter shooter, which is what this genre is colloquially known as. Colloquially known as. Um, it's, a, it's hard to imagine, like a looter in this day and age where your loot doesn't have some sort of visual reward um just because that is one of the biggest rewards of getting a new piece of loot is to see how it um changes and 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 makes your character look unique obviously like you said there's plenty of ip reasons why that or can or can't be a good idea but um we'll save it for the sort of the 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 polish section of our review but um uh yeah there might be some ways to make that better yeah um i think you hit a big point of like contention with me in the gameplay that really impacted my enjoyment was the traversal methods between all the different heroes um I picked Black Widow because her movement meshed closer with my style. And while it was still way inhibited, I could move around a map pretty quick and it felt all right. I also played Black Widow because I figured that's probably how Spider-Man was going to play. Um, So I wanted to see how they were going to do web swinging and all that. Um, But when it came to flying characters, it felt really weird. Um, it felt almost like flying a tank. Uh, the only way I can describe <laughs> yeah, it, bit. where things were off. Um, I think uh, Hulk's was fine because he just kind of jumped. Though I found it funny that he couldn't jump to the tallest parts, so he still needed jump pads. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, Captain America's was probably the most disappointing because there were just certain areas he could not reach. Like, and I felt like if you're going to give everyone travel powers, they should all be able to get to the same points of interest just through different means. Like, there's honestly really no reason why Captain America just couldn't jump high either. He had a cool little double jump, but why not just allow it to be like, hey, you hold down the X button a little bit longer and he jumps a little higher or something that allows him to get to these tops? Because there are points where you're playing him. And I was like, I want to play as this character, but it's like, oh, there's a chest up there. I can't get that chest. And it's not like I could, you know, <laughs> swap between the different characters or whatever. To sure. You. And if there is like a way to get that chest, 
guarantee that the that way is too labyrinthine for you to to figure out uh easily uh, yeah and sometimes it just was simple seemingly impossible yeah so it just was one of these where you just okay and then there are other you know like just puzzles and how you unlock them and i get it like it was meant for you to have a variety of heroes to help you unlock these chests because you need those chests to get the things to help level, you know, whatever. But there are certain times where you're like, what do you mean Captain America can't smash this wall open? Like, what do you mean he can't smash it open? It's He's, he's Captain America. He's, you know, he's stronger than normal. He should be able to punch this window or wall or something to get in here. And it just wouldn't work. But then you get somebody like Kamala could smash through it. I get it. She's strong too, but still, I'm just like, who is choosing right. which assignments for these characters? Um, so yeah, it left. I mean, overall, for me, the gameplay, you know, left a lot to be desired. Um, just because it was inspired by a bunch of different things, and it feels like that's how they kind of went through the design. Like, you know, one designer was like, you know, what I really love, I love Destiny. So. We're going to make the UI and everything kind of like Destiny because it works for them. It'll work for us. And then on the other end of the spectrum, someone's like, you know, what I really love. I love playing uh, 1942, that shooter where I'm a plane and I fly <laughs> really weird around. But I'm going to take that idea of flight and give that to Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't begrudge you if you're if you're setting out on an endeavor where you're playing making a the first uh of a genre uh in your company that it, you're not known for why not borrow from the greats and right now the greats are destiny but then you also borrow from anthem mm. yeah I don't know. yeah <laughs> borrow I the mean, flight i mean i guess the flight model in anthem was the one thing that everyone liked so yeah it was the not, best part of anthem yeah. was flying so i guess that makes sense uh they would try to copy it there um but yeah i think the the gameplay i think at best in single player it works fine uh in multiplayer it's a little more uneven um it definitely feels like they in terms of the the way that the missions are structured they were maybe designed more for sort of modularity and not for like making an interesting mission that would be really fun and engaging the first time and then in subsequent times it would still be fun because you're grinding for something uh, even though the newness has worn off so instead what you get is something that is sort of generic and repetitive the first time and then sort of increasingly almost maddeningly um, uh, repetitive as it as you continue to try to grind for these pieces of gear and, and costume sets so um yeah that's the gameplay i don't <laughs> i think there were some good parts but uh too uneven um for me i yeah i sure i i'm sure there are good parts <laughs> so um i don't know you could probably guess what our verdict might be uh but let's let's talk a little bit about what um what the old what the old verdict is. I am the law. <laughs> so we're the judge, Judy, and Executioner. 
Um, so, so, uh, <laughs> so John, um, would you, what do you give this and the old pop saga recommends or not recommends? Uh, I am firmly in the camp of not recommends. Definitely not now. Mm, can I get a drum roll, please, for my response? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Do not recommend. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I actually had somebody ask me the other day uh, because it was uh, the Avengers were on sale uh, on Steam and they said, hey, it's down, you know, to like $40 or something. Uh, you know, is it worth it? And I said, wait for 20. <laughs> if you really, if you really have to have it, wait till 20. And then I think you've got enough value uh, to make that single player campaign worth it on its own. Yeah, I think if it was 20, because yeah, you have the single player. Um, my recommendation, though, is I'd try to get it on console um, just because the current player base on, uh, concurrent player base on, uh, PC, it's very low, according to some articles I've read, so uh, I wouldn't want you to play the game and then not be able to group up with anybody, to be able to deal with the tougher content, um, because you're playing it on PC and there just wasn't anyone playing them. That's good, Rick. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say doesn't recommend if it was 20 bucks, then... It's twenty dollars, and I think you'll get twenty out of the story. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good way of putting it. Um, but let's not. Uh, we we've had some some harsh things to say, some harsh but fair things to say about this game based on our experience. Um, but surely there is a way uh, that we can make it better. And so I would like to present a new segment for our review uh, podcasts. And uh, that is Pop Saga Polish. That's right. This is a segment where your two veteran game developer hosts slash hosts uh, will offer up some opinions about how they think this game could be improved. Um, some might be realistic, uh, suggestions and some might be wholly unrealistic given the, uh, realities of game development, but nevertheless, here they are. So John, do you have some suggestions about how they might make this game better? Yeah, I have a few. Um, and I, we should have probably started this off from the jump, but yeah, we, we are industry veterans at this point. We know how hard and difficult it is to make a game. We've spent countless hours on end working on games through the nights, through weekends. And sometimes they don't turn out good. And they don't, yeah, the the end result isn't what you want. And I know the people who worked on this put their blood, sweat, and tears in it. And for that, I respect them wholeheartedly. I, 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 I need that to be said. Um, 
just so you understand like these suggestions to Forrest's point. Some might help, some might not, some might be completely reasonable unreasonable just given how game development really is and um how uh you know how what's the like how scary it can be sometimes depending on where you're at um so yeah much respect to everybody these are just some suggestions i have um and again i know making a game like this someone who's worked on mmos and stuff like this was a huge undertaking um so applauds there um so very well said agreed yeah i i would say uh, they're they're starting to do some of it right. They they've talked about bringing out some more DLC. Obviously, more content as a games as a service is pretty much content is king. So the more content you have, the more reasons for people to stick around. Um, so you know, I they're they're releasing Kate Bishop as their next hero. I probably would have gone with more of a high profile character, but this was probably the one that they had in their hopper. Um, so what I would hope is that one of the things I, I I found questionable about their gameplay decision was how they treated the battle pass system from, you know, it made popular by Fortnite. Now every game seems to have their own battle pass. Call of Duty's have them. Everything. For those who don't know what a battle pass is, it's effectively a way for you to level up which will then get reset at a certain amount of time, um, certain amount of days. Um, But as you play through and you level up, you get unlocks. If you buy a a premium battle pass, you would get more rewards. So one of the things I like in this system that they have is everyone gets the same battle pass. There is no, you can buy ranks up through it, but there's no extra loot. I think that's fine. I think the big problem with this system is the fact that they're split between each character. So if you want to unlock all the costumes, it means you have to go through this battle pass system multiple times. Um, so my hope would be that when they introduce Kate Bishop or they introduce like more heroes to the roster, that they adopt a more traditional battle pass where maybe you go through two segments and they intersperse the heroes that way, so it gives you more reason to play a bunch of different or play the hero you like, but you still unlock costumes for the other heroes. Um, since there's no statistical benefit other than just a, a visual, that would be one thing I would focus on. Uh, definitely uh, additional environments um, that kind of change it up. You have this whole space level, so I'm surprised there wasn't one where you're fighting on a. a really fighting in a there is but like give me a few more different like space missions i think just different environments would have been kind of cool um those be two um i think the big one that i definitely know won't be done but i wish it could be is as you're collecting loot being able to see some sort of visual improvement of some sort so you know kind of where you're at. So then if you do see someone in your lobby who's been playing for a while, you could visually look at him and go, oh, okay, this person's been playing for a long time. Uh, because, you know, they have pips and shit like that. Yeah. I, 
to piggyback on that point, I, I that's one of my big points too. Is that I think there is a way you could do visual, visually apparent upgrades that doesn't like break the IP. Um, there must be a way to even if you did like just three levels of upgrade, um, where if you got, met a certain threshold of rarity, um, that piece of gear would look slightly different and maybe you only had three different levels even that would be uh would be i think enough to to make it aspirational um yeah you could have scaled back on the amount of costumes and uh you know reskins that they did and focus on evolutions of each one of those things so then that way it's like and depending on the pieces that you're collecting, probably could change the way that that yeah, it could be done for sure. Yeah. Um, another big one for me is uh, and and based on my background, mine are going to be probably more art focused. But uh, one of the the big things I can't help compare uh, this game to to a game like Destiny is Destiny does a really good job of uh, showing levels as part of a place. Um, they build little, you know, mini open world maps that have, you know, the, the levels have interesting story progression to them as you, as you sort of flow from one objective to the next. Um, each section has its own sort of personality and history associated with it. Um, and that is something that is, uh, very much missing from all almost all of the uh, the Avengers of env- environments is that they look s- extremely generic. They lack much of the character that is associated with the places they're from geography-wise. Um, and uh, what ends up happening is, like, you don't feel like you're in an actual place. You end up feeling like you're just a- in a level. So I would love to see them build more bespoke levels that have you know interesting progression visually to them distinct areas and uh you know things about them that make me want to investigate uh destiny has does a very good job of like hiding little mini dungeons here and there around their open world areas and um you know just stumbling upon one of those and and discovering one is a huge uh, rewarding aspect and it just gives more character and life to the levels and so I would like to see them spend a little more time on that I think that would help obviously giving you more outfit options I think are is a good idea I know that's something they're continuously adding on to but you know I think there's a couple characters that are fairly underserved um, in terms of uh, outfit options like Captain America being one of them um I mean, yeah, and I think Black you... Widow had some outfits where she just wore a hat, you know, like a shield exactly. hat. Exactly. just like, yeah. eh, and okay. The same thing with Captain America is like, uh, you know, they, they, ha- they clearly had the, ca- the character model of him when he was just out of his cryo tube. And so they decided to give that as an option for the character since that is a version of Cap that you play as. But again, it doesn't feel heroic. It doesn't feel logical in any of the the settings in which you play it and i know that's not a concern for everybody but it just felt sort of cynical and lazy and i think that is like an immediate turnoff to me um and in in addition to that i think you need to go back and sort of rethink the traversal 
for some of the heroes as we as we mentioned i'm excited to see what they do with some of the characters in the future but i think you need to go back um through some of those characters and and level designs and just kind of rethink how you handle traversal to sort of uh honor the the spirit of the character a little bit more perhaps um and i think to your point i think they need to introduce an actual social hub uh they have like a hub for your team but um i think that being able to have a social hub like destiny where a ton of different characters can tend meet each other and, and sort of interact even on a superficial way um would increase excitement and aspiration for the the different costumes that you may not have discovered yet so that would be good i want to see them introduce a ton more enemies uh as you said like the aim robots in this game get old so fast and it's so hard to tell their classes just by looking at them which is a problem um and i think that there is such a rich staple of like marvel goons that you could put in there um that would be great and i think just you know put some generic the you know like bad guys in there and and then you can make a bunch of stories with simple color swaps i think you can you can make a bunch of interesting stories with more sort of like um generic different sorts of bad guys so variety 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 i think this is something that we touched on before but games as a service games take a long time to get good sometimes so you know maybe that's something that's in uh avengers future but unlike destiny which had rock solid gunplay and a really fun crucible mode which was reminded me very much of halo um you know you could always fall back on uh this this doesn't have that so it's a it's a harder hill for them to climb but i do hope they get there yeah i mean and if look if you're unable to uh, we get social hubs all that stuff is difficult um especially since the game isn't set up with like the uh you know kind of the uh multiverse type of method of how you explain how you could have multiples of the same person being there um right like the the gameplay excuse that you need to make that exist sure. um then at least give me save points within levels so that way if i um if a person is to crash or something's going to happen that they could restart that one um i remember playing through i got to the south the pretty much the soft cap um of how powerful you could get before you have to start going through really long dungeons um pretty much just going through multiple floors and i was on one that had eight floors i got through seven of them and the game crashed and so i lost all that progress just heartbreaking and right and just then it's like do i want to do that again and that was painful to go through the first time around because of the different enemy types i was fighting and you know movement and trying to move around and do as much damage as i could and you know my indecision was like no i'm good and that was kind of the point where i was like i'm done playing um (laughs) this game so you know to help kind of stop that at least if you complete a level let you you know and it crashes something give you a resume would you want to pick up on level two of whatever 
So that way you can continue going through that. And maybe, maybe you have it reset after each day since the missions and things kind of change up. That's completely fine. Have it reset, but give me that option so I could go right back in without feeling like I lost all that progress. Um, I think in certain instances I lost gear to that as well. Like, you know, legendaries or real high-end objects because it just didn't save it at that moment. So that would be something I would think about putting in. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, so that was our review of uh, the game Marvel's uh, The Avengers, the video game. I think it's just Marvel's Avengers, the video game, or just yeah. Avengers, the video game. No, it's Marvel's um, Avengers. They don't want you getting confused with Emma Pill. And, right. You know. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Developed by Crystal Dynamics, published by Square Enix. And um, just to recap, that is a Pop Saga does not recommend at the moment. Keep an eye on it if you're interested uh but i would hold on to those to those precious monies you've earned and and to see where the development goes um so before we wrap this up completely the podcast completely um would uh let's just give a quick don't even need to talk about it just a quick title recommendation john are there any games that you do recommend the people out there if they, they if they tuned in, let's just say, and they said, "Well, I can't wait to hear about this Avengers game. I've been excited to play it. I'm sure the uh, the guys will will think it's great." And they have come away from this saying, "Well, that's not what I expected or wanted to hear." Is uh, is there another game you can you can uh, suggest as maybe a consolation prize? Well, I think this would be more than a consolation prize. If you have a PS4 or PS5, get yourself the um spider-man remastered or um spider-man miles morales i will admit the the miles morales it very much feels like an expansion to the first spider-man game but i don't think that's necessarily a bad uh thing uh, the traversal in there is they knew when they made a spider-man game that if they did not get web swinging correct that everything else no matter how great they would have done it would have fallen apart and they got it. They figured out how to do web swinging where it's exciting. Sometimes I just web swing around the city. I'm not helping people. There's a crime over there. You could wait. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy diving between these two buildings or climbing up the Avengers tower or so many things you could do. They have so many systems where you're able to go around and do mini games, unlockables. The costumes are killer. Like, there's so much for a single-player experience. That is if you're a PlayStation, PlayStation only. Uh, those would be my, kind of like my superhero recommends. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and back that up. Probably everyone who's listening to this or anyone who is interested in games has a PS4 at the very least. Insomniac was very kind to put Miles Morales out on both PS5 and PS4. And the differences aren't so great where you'll really be missing out on anything if you play it on the PS4. Um, so I would say if you're hungering for a Marvel experience and you want to get it from one of the best studios working on licensed Marvel's game Marvel games uh, out there right now, then yeah, absolutely. Pick up 
some Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's good stuff. Yeah, um, super fun. Great story. Absolutely. So that'll do it for us today. And as we always like to say at the end of our shows, uh, we hope everyone out there stays happy, stays healthy, and we'll see you next week. Amazing. A booby trap that actually catches boobies. <laughs> that is a, uh, uh, that's a perfect way to end things, uh, to end things out, I think. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So. Or as our uh, our favorite guest might say. Look. Pretty, isn't it? Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this perfectly balanced episode. Later. <laughs> Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.